Welcome into the basement. It is Monday night. It can only mean one thing. We're getting started a little early. 6.59 to be exact. One more minute of the Butch and Dan show <laughs> is what it'll be tonight. Ray Mara, a.k.a. Butch. Butch, so where do you get that nickname from, bro? Uh, my pops. I guess it was his, his nickname back in the day. So it kind of uh, snowballed from there. My friends caught on. So from here on out, he will not be known as Ray. He will be known as Butch. So call him Butch if you call into the show. Uh, we'll get going here. If you'd like to call in, 517-432-3893 is the number. As you can tell, a little bit under the weather. But we we persevere through this frigid, frigid temperature. We've got this hour, got a little Coach Izzo post-game, Minnesota, uh, speaking on Neitzel Ray, or uh, Chris Allen, not Ray Allen, Chris Allen. A uh, little Plaxico Burris snippet r- remix coming up here in a few minutes. A little, a little Plaxico Burris well, rendition. Balling on, uh, on Sunday. Hey, the, Spart- <laughs> the Spartan dog was holding it down for us. Our email address as well. Just past the hour of 7 here on WDBM East Lansing. WDBMSports at gmail.com. If you're just tuning in, we got started a little early. You could call it a false start. Perhaps. But I'm alongside Butch. It's Butch and Dan here on the Spartan Sports Wrap. First off, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and nearly 40 years since uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated, shot, and killed. Uh, We honor the man uh, that pushed for civil rights in the 60s, and his dream is still alive. And to honor Martin Luther King Jr., it is not the dream speech, but a speech I believe equally impressive. One, I believe the last speech he gave. Uh, before he was murdered. Here is a, a tribute to Martin Luther King Jr. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. So today on the Spartan Sports Wrap, we honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. On a day where students were given the day off of class today, hopefully a day that is devoted to service to the community. I hope that was what some people got out and did today. But it is the Spartan Sports Wrap right here on Impact 89 FM, our weekly edition of sports here on Impact 89 FM, 7 to 8. It's called Exposure. Don't forget, starting at 8 on Saturday nights, it is the cultural vibe with the critic in Jay Young the General, I believe it is, spinning hip-hop from 8 to 11 on the cultural vibe right here on the Impact. If you're looking for hip-hop, that's where you can find it. My friend Bill hosts that show as well as Jay Young the General. So, got to show some love to those guys. MLK said, Unity 
is the great need of the hour. And uh, I believe that statement can be echoed and reinforced today and agreed with today. So hopefully we can remember that in the lessons of MLK. And hopefully that promised land will be seen here in America and unity will uh, become a reality here in the United States. But if you'd like to get in touch with us, this is not a political show. This is sports. 517-432-3893 is the number. If you want to talk NFL, we'll talk NFL here to jump it off. You want to get in, We're going to get into men's ice hockey for a little bit later. Yes, Michigan State's on a roll, and they play Michigan in a home-and-home home series this weekend. Also, men's basketball, big road win at Minnesota. We'll touch on that, as well as some other teams in the Big Ten that are hot, hot, hot. Uh, but a hot speech yesterday was given by Barack Obama in the church that MLK used to preach at. Ebenezer Baptist Church. I believe in the AT. I believe it was in Atlanta. I'm not sure, I'm not but uh, but charismatic speaker is Obama. But uh, MLK very charismatic speech there. We just heard humbling, almost Kennedy like. Yeah, MLK can he could bring in Barack is uh, he can he can bring it as well. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, Barack. Yeah, yeah, very charismatic speaker, uh, but very. Uh, Strong and uh, not so charismatic, but forceful was this th- this story. I have to I have to touch on the story before we get to uh, the Giants and Pats in the Super Bowl. Uh, how about this, Ray? A Florida burglar goes into this this lady's house. Fifty three year old woman. Fifty three year old woman. Uh, a would be would be burglar breaks into this woman's house. Right. He what's he wants to rob? He's looking for some goods. Right. What does he do? Breaks in the house. Who does he run into? A 53-year-old woman. Oh, yes. But what kind of woman? A woman who has her black belt in karate, also trained in kickboxing and kung (laughs) fu. And she kung fu'd his you-know-what all the way around the neighborhood when he tried to run. She caught up with him and held him till the police came. Unbelievable. Your thoughts, Ray, on a young man getting chased down by a 53-year-old woman. How embarrassing. She's also a marathon runner. There's our tie to sports. Marathon runner, karate. Karate's a sport. Marathon, um, Running a marathon is a sport as well. But unbelievable. This kid, they're not, I'm looking for the age in this article. He must be a minor. Oh, no, no, no. He was... Tw- <laughs> oh, he, this kid is 24 years old. I'm 22... I'm, there's no way I'm going to break into someone's house and steal. But if I'm that guy, how embarrassing hey, is you this? You got to do his homework or something. I mean, you got a you background pick, check here. You picked the wrong old lady. <laughs> how about this? Charged with burglary. Battery. He's charged with battery. Not not the woman. Not the 53-year-old black belt, black belt kung fu marathon runner Margot Foster. How about this? Whenever you get beat up or just pounded on, you get you just got Margot Fostered, okay? <laughs> so so what Plaxico Burris did to the Green Bay secondary, he Margot Fostered their secondary. He straight up ran all over them and pounded all over them, thanks to tremendous quarterbacking from Eli Manning. But your initial thoughts, a 53-year-old woman chases down a 24-year-old man. Imagine you're in the joint. Chink, chink, chink. You know, the bar's close. What, what do you tell, guys? You, you, what, are you, what are you in here for? He's going to be lying his tail off. 
man, little, little beanie, <laughs> stole some. Yeah, right. The whole story. The whole story. How about a 53-year-old w- woman hawked you down and said, you're not going to be taking my purse? Not if, to mention she held him down till the police came. I mean, if you can't get away from a 53-year-old woman, I mean. She chased him, <laughs> she chased him over seven blocks and held him until police arrived. He tried to escape out the back door. Oh, wrong back door, brother. Unbelievable. When I saw this story, had to bring it up. Your thoughts. Anything more embarrassing than breaking into a 53-year-old woman's house, stealing your purse, uh, but thereafter being run down and caught, tackled, and held until police arrive at the scene? How embarrassing. That's like wrestling a girl in high school and getting beat or something. Let's think. What's what's as embarrassing or worse? You know, so, uh, I've heard some 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 very unspeakable puns about this that you, you just can't say on the radio, so we won't even go there. But our number, 517-432-3893. Sports, yes, a marathon runner. Black belt in karate surprises the intruder, a 24-year-old male who's attempting to burglarize her, and she goes ahead and Margot fosters him to the ground and holds him seven blocks. Unbelievable. How embarrassing. This kid has to live with this. This man, pardon me, has to live with this. I can't wait till he goes to prison and the, and the, and the dogs ask him why he's in there. Well, what'd you do? Little B&E? Oh, you're that, you're that guy? You're that guy that got ran down by, by a senior citizen? <laughs> she, she just got Margot Foster. Go ahead and Google that if you don't know what I'm talking about. But 517-432-3893 is the number. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Rap with Butch and Dan right here on Impact Exposure Hour. So first off, the Super Bowl is set. It will be the New York football giants and the overly impressive New England Patriots. First off, your impressions. Did you have Green Bay, New England penciled in before the weekend? Oh, definitely. I mean, the the stage was set. I mean, playing in Lambeau Field, you thought Green Bay would be the hands-down favorite. You know, Favre, you know, Lambeau hasn't lost, you know, any playoff games there. And uh, it was unfortunate that they didn't pull it off in the end. Very unfortunate. Given multiple opportunities, what a choke artist, that kicker. He just, he went from, from, being, Steins, yeah. from being cut, and then he kicks the 40s. Seven-yard field goal? I think they said there wasn't a kick over 40 yards in Lambeau Field playoff history until then. Hey, uh, can you give a, can go kick this 33-yarder and end the game? Oh, you want to miss it so you can make a 47-yarder in overtime to, to just be more charismatic and triumphant as a hero? Unbelievable. This guy chokes. Comes up huge with a 47-yarder. Unreal. I could have sworn he was going to miss that. But Favre... How how depressing is that? Gets the rock back. They win the coin toss. He goes down the field, throws a pick. Now that's all the reason for him to come back another year. You can't end your career on a pick. That's just terrible. Oh, I mean, absolutely not. Absolutely. I mean, that memory's I, just going to haunt him for the rest of his life. And I think he can come back though. He's more than yeah, adequate. He's got the talent. Yeah, he's got the talent around him as well. You know, with Ryan Grant emerging as you know an elite back, so he's got the running game developing now. I don't know so, why they didn't go to Ryan Grant more often. Well, they were—I mean—they were stuffing him pretty well in the first half, and then they started getting around track in the second half. But it didn't seem like he could get in the rhythm. Which was the better game? Was it the, the Green Bay New York game? 
Oh, definitely. I mean, overtime game, you know, the ball, like, fell into Favre's hand in the overtime. But, uh, unfortunately, again, you know, he throws a pick. I mean, Favre ended the day 19-35 uh, for over 230 yards, two TDs, but two costly picks and one the last pass he'll throw this season <laughs> at Lambeau you got to remember that one, uh, the one touchdown pass was 90 yards, so stats are a little inflated there. Yes, but, yes. Because he didn't play over – he wasn't that overly impressive. But on the flip side, Plaxico – Michigan State Spartan Burris was a dog. Uh, what you said? What, what did he say to the sideline? To- I, I, I well, it was reported that uh, he turned on the Green Bay sideline and said, you know, indicated that Al Harris couldn't cover him. He said it to the whole Green Bay sideline, and perhaps he couldn't. Thanks to our friends at Fox. If you missed the game yesterday and you are a Spartan fan, Plaxico Burris, former Spartan himself, tore it up. Eleven catches. A buck fifty-four. Here's what Plaxico did yesterday. If you missed it, second and six for Eli, who sets up and throws, completes to Plaxico Burris, and with forward progress, it's good for a first down. Manning fires to Burris, first down and more. He gets across the forty-five. Out near the 47, an 18-yard completion, and two so far to Plexico Burris. On, on first down, Manning throws and completes another one for Plexico Burris. Manning throws, and it's caught by Burris. Loses the football, but out of bounds. A penalty flag came in. Manning for Burris. Down the field, Plexico Burris, another big catch. Pass to Burris. Perfect throw from Manning. That back shoulder throw, a little turn and a catch, and we've seen these two do this a lot. Gray's in it. The guard position as Manning rolls out on third down, throws, and the pass is caught by Plexico Burris. Can he send the Giants to the Super Bowl? The kick is good, and the Giants are going to the Super Bowl. What a dog. Plaxico, <laughs> Plaxico Burris. I hope he said that to the to the Green Bay sideline. Al Harris can't check me. Good for him. I hope he did. He was a baller here at Michigan State. Plaxico, what a name, too. That's saying NFL. Plaxico Burris. Your thoughts on Plaxico and the New York Giants going to the Super Bowl. Do they have any chance... And you know what to win that game. I guess it all depends on Eli and how well he plays because he's a he's you know he had an up and down season and uh, he actually pressed me really well. I mean last game I mean he was very efficient and uh, he handled the ball very well. But uh, uh, do I think they have a shot? I, I think it's an outside shot, but uh, you got to give New England the edge here. Absolutely. You look at Eli Manning just just looking at this season, he was not. Not very good. He had twenty TDs and maybe twenty picks. Yeah, he, uh, he was he was less than stellar this in the regular season. But I, he's not throwing a pick. In uh, he threw twenty three TDs and twenty picks in the okay. regular season. He did not. He hasn't thrown a pick. I think it's eight TDs to zero picks in the in the playoffs. Yeah, he's he's been playing very well in the playoffs. Wh- what do you think it was? Do you think it's Eli just stepping up, or is it 
his offensive line? What what is it that Eli is playing so well? It's probably a combination of things. I mean, his offensive line is giving him protection. The running game is getting on track, and you know, Plexico seems to you know be healthy finally because he's been hampered by an injury all season, which you know has hurt has hurt uh, Eli. But uh, you know, Steve Smith's back. Um, their receiver from USC is playing pretty well, and Monty Toomer seems pretty you know playing well. So I think just combination of things. Yeah, I'm kind of upset though. It's like. I had I had Green Bay penciled in. I, I was like, you know, it's even the NFL probably wanted it for ratings, for money. Brett Favre resurrects career, Super Bowl, Green Bay, New England should be a good game. And now we settle for a game I saw two weeks ago, thirty-eight thirty-five win against New England, the New York Giants, in which Manning was solid through four four TDs and one pick. And uh, threw for over 250 yards. But for viewers' sake, we saw this game two weeks ago. Does that take the juice out of the Super Bowl? Yeah, I definitely don't think it's the two best teams playing. I mean, New England is obviously the best, but I don't think you know New York is the second best team. I would rather have seen, obviously, Favre and the Packers play New England. So I'm kind of disappointed. So I don't even think this is a question. If the Giants win, that would be the biggest upset in the history of the NFL. Maybe in the Super Bowl. Maybe that's a. I mean, I don't know about the NFL. It'd probably be the biggest upset in our era, in the in our two decades plus of watching sports. Uh, Definitely, but if if the Giants, Giants, they want to play tomorrow. They want they would play today. I'm sure if they could have, because they're hot. But as one of my favorite sports. Radio host alluded to this morning, Colin Cowherd. Not Jim Rome. <laughs> okay, we all go there. Colin Cowherd, I'm not going to jock ride, but he made a great point on the herd on ESPN Radio. He said, look where the Patriots get, go to play. They're going to warm weather. They're going to a turf, I believe, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's turf. So the elements are gone, and you're going to see the Patriots of of week seven, eight, nine, who are just going to go all over you any which way, run past, trick plays. Brady will be stellar. Yes, at this in the same breath, New York's defensive line will have traction and and be able to pursue Brady, but wow, Brady's got a strong O line. So do you think uh with the change in climate that New England will be back to their form of just straight manhandling teams like they were doing early in the season. I, yeah, I believe so. I think uh, it definitely benefited on New York when they played Lambeau because they were, you know, they grinded out yards with Brandon Jacobs and wore down uh, Green Bay's defense. And I think, you know, going to Arizona, you know, New England would definitely have the edge with the conditions. Tom Brady not being a factor. Tom Brady against that New New York secondary. It's kind of suspect. He'll eat. He'll eat all day. And I'm not talking like value meal. I'm talking like old country buffet. He's going to eat, and he's going to go back up to the buffet line and eat again. The two the two touchdown spread right now, it's about right. As you can tell, Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I just hope New York makes it competitive. I, I definitely don't want to say blowout. Yeah, I don't want to go to some Super Bowl party and be all juiced up to, to you know have a nice festive afternoon, and it's it's halftime, and we're all packing up to go home. Or, or maybe we're just staying around to, to fill our squares. Or, <laughs> I'm not, in no way do I endorse gambling or does this show. If you'd like to get in, 517-432-3893 is the number. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Happy birthday to 
one of our co-hosts, Jamal Spencer. He turns probably 22 at midnight tonight. His birthday's tomorrow, clearly. So he's not in the house tonight. His family's up here from the D. So, Jamal, if you're listening, bro, happy birthday to you. Also, Groller, Steve Groller's dodgeball team. <laughs> Ridiculous. See, when you have like such a small scope of listeners, you have to, you have to feed them. You have to keep, you got to feed their egos, keep them happy. So, Steve Groller's dodgeball team. Keep up the good work. Keep icing that arm, buddy. And Jeff Fien, keep your phone out of the oven, brother. <laughs> so that's all I got to say there. But do you do you feel sorry for Brett Favre not making it to the Super Bowl? I do. I mean, he had the perfect season. I mean, he played had an awesome regular season, and uh, no one gave him a chance from the get go, and he proved his critics wrong. And to see him fall a game short, I mean, that's very depressing. To, you know, watch such a great quarterback fail. Absolutely. Especially in the last the past, maybe of his career. Yeah, you don't want that to to define you as a, as a quarterback. So there's no way in my mind that I think Brett Favre will retire. No way. But you look at his career. I mean, a three time MVP, two two Super Bowls. So in my mind, I don't he'll, I don't feel it. The touchdown record, the interception record, which is not a good record, and the yardage record. I mean, I don't so, feel as as bad because. He's won Super Bowls before, but it's kind of like the it was kind of like the country was rooting for him. Like after nine eleven, how the country rooted for the Patriots, and, and, and in some breaths rooted for the Yankees. You know, just root for like America's team, the feel good story. Uh, if you want to get in the house, five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three, and you look, history would have been in the Packers' favor and in Favre's favor if they would have faced against the Patriots. Super Bowl. 31. Green Bay beats New England. Oh, yeah, that's uh, his infamous touchdown pass and take off your helmet, run down the field. <laughs> I, think, I think at our age, I, I mean, I definitely hated him at that time. I was about, what, 12? Yeah. Just that arrogant quarterback thought he was the best thing alive. And now when you understand his game and you appreciate it, and now he's one of my favorite players. So, New England 14 point spread is the last I checked. Who do you take with that 14 point spread? Only because I hate New England, I'm taking New York. I, I do not want to see him go. Would it, would it be 20 and 0? Would it be 19? It'd be 19. 19 and 0. I mean, is it I because just, is it because Brady went to Michigan? That and the fact that they're so arrogant and cocky, it just I don't know. I just grows a distaste for him. Is it their coach, Belichick? <laughs> Belichick? <laughs> he, just, he just mumbles. I mean, he's just arrogant. I don't know. <laughs> he just Fine. reminds me of Lloyd Carr. He just. 517-432-3893. Use the email address as well if you'd like. WDBMSports at gmail.com. But with, oh, breaking news here. When is news not breaking? <laughs> well, apparently when it's complete and together and not fragile. So breaking news. Uh, Tony Dungy will return uh, to the Colts and be their head coach next season. Uh, smart move by Tony. Seems like it. I, I mean, I would think so. I I don't know why he would, was going to retire in the first place. I think it's something to do with maybe his family. If I would take a guess, so I guess if his family's you know checked out all right, and I think it's a good decision. He's a good coach. He's a humble guy. Definitely, I think it'll definitely benefit the Colts in the long run. Uh, we look at the New York Giants. Eli Manning playing tremendously well. Uh, where does he rank in the hierarchy of quarterbacks? Is he even in the discussion for top five quarterbacks in the league? I would be in the season. I would, I don't think it would have been the top ten, but uh, 
I guess after the playoffs, I mean, he's playing pretty well. I'd put him maybe outside the top top five. He'd be outside of it. Yeah, that Just, that got, touchdown to interception ratio is awful. I mean, think about it. you have Peyton, Tom Brady, you have Romo, Roethlisberger, Hasselbeck, and you know Derek Anderson's coming on his own. David Garrard's playing out of his mind. You know, that's some good elite quarterbacks that's still ahead of him. But is he making ground on brother Peyton? Clearly. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't proved, he hasn't had a, had a ring yet, so I mean. What, I is, what a story that would be, though. Brothers winning, quarterback brothers winning Super Bowls consecutively. I'm sure that's not been done. I'm sure no, some, I'm sure, I'm sure someone's, like, some sports information staff's looking that up somewhere. Don't even need to go there. But if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap with Butch and Dan on the Spartans on WDBM East Lansing. He's Butch. I'm Dan, just to get things clear. I don't, I don't want to be confused. I think people were getting confused there for a little I, bit. I don't want to be confused with the short haircut that is seen on specific types of women. <laughs> Butch. But I am Dan. He is Butch. Eli is not in the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. I can agree with that. But we look at the Patriots now. And the Patriots, are they? What, what about what? What about them? Make you just that cocky attitude or what? I mean, the whole Spygate thing, and you think I they're just, cheaters? Then I mean, do you think they've cheated since then? I, I definitely not. I mean, I think the NFL has made sure that they didn't haven't cheated since. But uh, just the fact that they 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 run up the score, uh, I just. Why just not that, though? Just that swagger about. I mean, that's it's swagger is what it's all about. Though. Maybe because I I will not jump on the New England bandwagon because of Tom Brady and just. I guess. I, just, you. I don't know. I feel you. Tom Brady, he wasn't so stellar though. Twenty two of thirty three, three picks, two TDs. But New England, it doesn't matter. It's like they just get it done, and it's unfortunate. But I think they're going to go nineteen and zero. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna beat. New, the New York f- football giants. Would you take them with the spread? Would I take New England d- or, with or a no, negative fourteen? Giants with, with the, Giants yeah. with fourteen. Yeah. Yes, I believe I would. I think it'll be a, like a yeah, ten to ten to twelve point New England win. All right. Yeah, Fair enough. That's what I think. Fair enough. We don't endorse gambling in no way, shape, or form here on the Sports Rep. Our number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Another thing that I, I don't endorse, and now we see it because, you know, we see it when it's when it's cold, but when it's really cold is when we see this outfit on campus. We're, we're, yes, we're, okay, we all have been we all have been you know the LeBron shirts. I'm a witness. I, I believe we all should can wear these shirts. I'm a witness to this. It's really cold. It's 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 been very cold here in East Lansing. You know, single digits. You got to wear boots outside. You got to wear the the gloves and the hat. And I've been a witness to the UGG boots in the stretch pants in the North Face coat for too long. <laughs> it is. It may be the most commercialized outfit. I like exclusive. The Patriots are exclusive. There is no team like them. In the NFL, there's no team that can do what they do. You can take Randy Moss out of the equation, and they're still good. But for the UGG boots, you gotta be, they have to be complimented by the stretch pants and the North Face coat. Or the tucked-in jeans. 
So there it is. You you can't have one without the other with the trifecta of the Ugg boots. In the North Face, the pink or the black North Face coat, right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sure you see this at every corner, and perhaps, and perhaps it may be accented with some type of type of Greek organizational handbag on the side, or, or with the perhaps, pink, or the pink on the butt. <laughs> like, come on, we all know you're very like, pink. I like exclusiveness. I like when people dress differently. Commercialized. Apparel. I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. Look at the, look at all the topics we get into on the show. I love it. Diversity. You know, your source for fashion, <laughs> sports, politics, wh- whatever. What, what we're turning into like uh, the Keith, Keith Olbermann or something. You know, <laughs> he, he leaves the big show to do politics, but he still dabbles in some sports. Uh, but yeah, definitely. When did how did I ever equate the New England Patriots to the fashion? trifecta of Ugg boots, stretch pants. I don't and, know why that popped in your mind. In North Face coats. <laughs> it had to be brought up somewhere. But Ugg boots are so over. Now they're making them for guys. I just I just saw somebody. It was like a 65-year-old man with Ugg boots on. And I just wanted to push him over. It's, it's, <laughs> it's spreading. The pandemic is spreading. It's um, like the plague. If you, uh, if you wear Ugg boots and you have good reason why, please call 517-432-3893. Is the number the email inbox wide open wdbmsports at gmail dot com? But the UGG boots, yes, definitely a pandemic spreading that has been since at least my freshman or sophomore year here. I'm a senior, a four year senior. It just seems like it's growing exponentially. Yeah, you couldn't even get them at Christmas. It's is there like is there an, an outfit guys wear that's similar in its uh, excess not excessiveness but it's just commercial. It's like everybody's got it. It's like, oh, an iPod. Everybody's got to get the iPod. But, you know, I don't think it's like, you know, it's not like guys have a certain fashion. Maybe that pop collar for a while. Oh, did, wanna... did you ever go there? No. Thank you. <laughs> Thank... Although I'm Italian, I did not step in that. <laughs> so it's a, it's a cultural? It's it's tied to Italian roots? I, I don't know. That's what Maybe they did in the, the, in the in the boot country over there? It's a new, new haircut deal, I guess. Some Jaeger bombs. So moving <laughs> moving forward, anyways, um, enough for the NFL. Packers lose, Giants win. Super Bowl is the Patriots and the Giants. So with the fourteen point spread, Ray, you're liking the Giants with the spread. With the spread, I'm liking the Giants as well. Straight up, but Patriot. I'll take them. You know, I'm I'm gonna take them straight up. You'll take them straight up. You're gonna take the underdog. I just. God, I do not want to see. But with what? Well, with Belichick with two weeks to plan, man, that's just yeah, too much time. I think too much time. He's gonna he's gonna pick apart New York secondary. Fortunately, I do think it's gonna be a blowout. Just, so hopefully, it's not over at halftime. Uh, WDBMSports at gmail dot com is the is the email address. The number for those of you who would like to speak with us five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Please get in touch. Quickly, men's ice hockey, they're playing well. Just a note, uh, they won this weekend, swept Ohio State 8-1 to combined score. 4-1 Friday, 4-0 Saturday, I believe it was. Jeff Lurg gets his first shutout of the year. I believe he's CCHA Player of the Week or Goaltender of the Week. I don't see how he couldn't be. And no better time of the year to be playing well than going into the Michigan series or in Ann Arbor Friday, 735 puck drop 
back home at Munn, I believe it's a 7.30 drop at Munn on Saturday against the number one team in the nation, the Michigan Wolverines. So you said you might even be going. Yeah, uh, our, my old roommate Bob's come coming down from Grand Valley. So, Bob, former uh, inter- interesting, <laughs> interestingly enough, former guest on the show, used to play baseball here. Now plays baseball at Grand Valley. Good, good friend of ours. So Bob will be in town. Good stuff. But hockey. So always a hockey fan. I mean, we barely discuss hockey on the show. I know this. If people were to call and email more, requesting more coverage, I would go there. But. If my if I ever have children, if I'm ever blessed with children, and they go near a hockey stick, <laughs> if they go near a coho or some skates, they're on punishment for weeks. I'll put them in the band before they touch a, a hockey stick. <laughs> you think it's worse than soccer? <laughs> uh, my kid, my kid, hypothetically, my kid can play soccer all day before he touches ice. I mean, hockey is just like soccer on ice, but with a stick. Hockey, <laughs> hockey will drive me broke. That's like a college education, just putting them through peewee hockey and junior A and squirt and whatever verbs come to mind to label little kids' <laughs> hockey leagues. But 517-432-3893. So there's the question of the night. Hypothetically, if you have children, what sport would you prefer them to participate in, soccer or hockey? I don't prefer either. Maybe throw another sport out. But there. if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm stuck in a corner, I'm I'm tossing my kid the uh, size five in the Adidas and <laughs> the Adidas kicks, and he could go out and play. But you know what? Uh, you know, hockey. One thing about hockey we talked about last week: too much Skrilla, oh. too much money. <laughs> last week we had a discussion about money for some reason, and we were thinking of synonyms. And a caller called in and said, Skrilla. I believe that's all he said and hung up. Skrilla and hung up. It was the swaggerest call ever. You need a, I need synonyms for money. Hello? Yeah. Swagger. Hung, hung up the phone. <laughs> so tremendous. Whoever thought of that, though, wow, just sitting there. Skrilla. Man, that means money, dog. Unbelievable. Skrilla. I'm going to use that from here on out. So if I ever say Skrilla, no, I'm talking about money. But putting your kids through... Peewee hockey and stuff, that'll drive you broke. You kidding me? Ice time and sticks and skates and pads and all that. Go hoop, son. I'm going to buy you a $20 basketball. I'm going to buy you some $50, $75 kicks because I'm not going to be that dad who puts you out there in the the pro kids. The pro kids or the shacks. I'm going to at least get get my kid in some nice, you know, we can't endorse brands. I'm going to get him in some nice cool kick so we, he'll be cool and comfortable but most importantly they're they fit well <laughs> but i will not sink to the level to get my kid the uh the bush league athletic apparel so everyone points and laughs when he enters the gym but when when my kid pops out of the womb i'm handing him a basketball hopefully he can dribble with both hands you see i'm stressing the he yeah, I'll be you gotta tr- get there first. Day. I'll be in trouble. That's enough of that, though. Five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Thanks for listening. This is Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. You like to get in touch? Uh, which sport would you rather have your child now or your hypothetical children in the future play? Soccer or hockey or band uh, or or the band? Oh, uh, which do you prefer? Five one seven 
432-3893. Or if you'd like to email, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Yeah, interesting conversation, though. How did we, we got on hockey because Michigan, Michigan State played this weekend, and Michigan is very good, and both teams are playing well at this point in the season. It'll be good to see uh, a battle of the in-state hockey boys. So, uh, you know, I'll be rooting for Michigan State Friday in Ann Arbor. I won't be there, but come Saturday, I'll be at the game Saturday, so I'll get some post-game, hopefully after we get the, at the W, bro. We get the W. It all, this whole discussion started when I asked you if you like hockey or something. Is that, is that an Italian thing? Uh, I don't know. Is, is there a, <laughs> I don't think so. Is there, like, an official Italian sport? Is it bocce ball? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> at, at the family cookout? Uh, I can't think of one offhand other than bocce ball. <laughs> I guess uh, so, maybe cricket because it's European, but so you you assign we assign well, sports soccer. To, to specific cultures. Apparently, yeah, yeah, Italy. I soccer. guess. I mean, unfortunately. But, but so, out of those, out of the trifecta, though, band, soccer, or hockey, which would you prefer a hypothetical trials of yours to be in? I'd bite my tongue on this one, but I guess I'd say hockey. I couldn't. I I would not kick the soccer ball with my kid. I just wouldn't. I'd probably throw it at him, but. uh <laughs> There's no way my kid's going to be playing a trumpet. So I guess uh, hockey's the next best choice. There it is. <laughs> You're listening to the Spartan Sports Rap on Impact Exposure. Uh, on this Martin Luther King Day, we played a little MLK clip to kick off the show. Uh, let's not forget the purpose. You know, Some people got work off today. Some people got school off, as we did, a day to serve the community. And hopefully uh, that is what is going down. But... As we uh, speak, Detroit leads the Orlando Magic 30-26 to uh, down at Amway Arena in Orlando. Been there. I'm a fan of the Magic, but not as, mu- not as much as Detroit, though. For specific employment uh, potential opportunities, I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm a fan of the Orlando Magic. End of one, Detroit 30, Orlando 26, Tayshaun Prince 10 first quarter points. So Tay-Tay getting it done for Detroit. So there's your score. A lot of games. I like that the NBA does that on MLK Day. They have like the, the matinee games, like noon, 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Certain, I mean, obviously the Pistons are playing late, but there's, I believe TNT had it going all day. Oh, I didn't know, with I like, know I didn't notice that. With like Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley. You know, that was just terrible. <laughs> that was just terrible. Uh, Charles, Charles Barkley and them. Yeah, they had uh, Dallas played earlier today down in Washington, D.C., Boston and New York. Yeah, what a what a game for uh for MLK Day. Boston at New York. Boston wins 109-93 in the NBA. What is the record now? They are 33 and 6. Okay. I extremely good. Extremely good. Do you like do you like Boston Celtics coming out of the East? Mm, not if they match up against the Pistons, hopefully. Hopefully we got that swagger going and uh we take them out in the finals. Well, Drew Neitzel had his swagger going. On on Sunday, four o'clock, he he checked his swagger in at uh, Williams Arena, aka the barn at Minnesota. At <laughs> God, Minnesota, that, that court, <laughs> yes, hor- horrendous. It's elevated. I hate that. It's like you check out of the game. You have to crawl, like jump down, like five feet to get to your seat. And when you sit and watch the game as a player, your your eyes are at like knee level of of players. It's ridiculous. I don't. Yeah. Oh, it's a historic arena. Get out of here. Who's the architect that designed that? Crummy. But uh, but a big win for Michigan State, seventy-eight, seventy-three over Minnesota. 
Uh, the first road win of the season for Michigan State, crucial in terms of their Big Ten title hopes. Coach Izzo spoke on the significance of the win post-game. Uh, the number 11 comes to mind also during this win, and I'll tell you why after uh, we get to this Coach Izzo clip. He spoke, as I have a slight cold. Coach Izzo has a slight cold, so, you know, great minds have things in common. Here's Coach Izzo post-game. It's kind of a strange game. I felt like uh, coming in here, I didn't know how it would start out because when you come off a game as hard played and disappointed as the one Thursday night was for them, I told my guys if we get off to a lead, you know, it, it, it's it, you can't be at the same fever pitch. And yet uh, we didn't do a very good job the first half, and they did. The pressure was into some turnovers, and um, but we missed so many free throws, and I thought good shots in the first half and just didn't play very well. But... Uh, I said at halftime it would be a character game for us because we, we have to win a game on the road, and it's a good team, a very good team. I also think we were helped without Nolan being there. I think Nolan, or um, I like that kid. He's brought some energy to that team, and he uh, is very good defensively, and I think that hurt them a little bit not having him in there. But uh, we had some strange performances. You know, Raymar Morgan missed his first five, seven free throws and then made five in a row when it mattered, and I thought we got a lot out of Namek uh, making some shots, and uh, Drew Neitzel uh, really hit some big shots uh, late because the first half he missed some real good ones, and um, you know we rebounded pretty well. It it was not a pretty win, which none of the games are when our two teams seem to meet. No matter if it was here or Kentucky, it's always been a hard-fought game, and I I don't see this any different than the other ones except uh, we found a way to win, which was a big win for us. Absolutely. Big win for Michigan State on the road. Any road win that you can get in Big Ten play is huge. I don't care who you're playing. People want to say, oh, point and laugh. You you guys lost to Iowa. Yeah. Guess who went into Chrysler Arena and beat Michigan? Iowa. Yeah. Wait. To, you know, we'll get to we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to Michigan. We're, we're covering all the bases today. First, it was not allowing your kids to play hockey, soccer, or jo- join the band. But we, we're not going to go there. This is a music station. How could we be anti-instrument? You know? We have to be pro. <laughs> My kid, we played the, re- I played the recorder. I learned the recorder in fifth grade. Great. Quit the choir in fifth grade. You know, me and Bobby, we quit, we, we quit the choir together <laughs> in fifth grade. Why would you two? <laughs> we just. Choir. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. The grade school choir is like, everybody was required to be in it. And you had to have your parents sign a note if you wanted to quit. It was the sweetest thing ever, though. If you quit, it was like recess for an hour every <laughs> Friday at the end of the day when the choir practiced. And, and you could play like Oregon Trail <laughs> that whole hour, like Sims or the Sims or whatever was hot back when we were in like fifth grade. So we played, we just played Oregon Trail. So, so like, Dana signed off right away. D- D- my pops Dana signed off right away. And I said, you know, go play your go play your Oregon Trail. That was the hottest game ever. Just Oregon Trail instead of the this the fifth grade choir. It, we were we were straight rebels, <laughs> straight rebels at Maurice Graham Elementary. But we move forward. I said the number eleven uh, was predominantly symbolic in the win over Minnesota. Why? Neitzel. Number 11, he scores 19 points. The Spartans were ranked 11th, now ranked 10. We hit our first 11, we hit 11 of our first 21 free throws, but here's the big 11. We hit 11 straight free throws to seal the win. 
So thank the, it's like Sesame Street. Today's win is brought to you by the number 11. You know, it used to be brought, you know, but like a letter or something. So the number 11 was the, the number that was symbolic in the win over Minnesota. Uh, initial thoughts, the win over Minnesota, something the Spartans had to do if they want to be title contenders? Uh, definitely. I mean, they were 1-11 in the past previous Big Ten games. So, I mean, any road games, you know, big big win, like you said earlier. Absolutely. Neitzel played well in the second half. 17 second half points for Drew. Uh, Coach Izzo spoke on Drew Neitzel postgame. Here's what Coach Iz, T.I., had to say about Neitzel. He's been struggling. I mean, this is the first real second half. Is the first time he shot like you saw last year, I think, in 10 games. I mean, he looked like he made some shots he felt good about. He was good in the huddles. and um, So hopefully this will be a start for him because uh, we really need him. We need Morgan. And uh, poor Ray just struggled all night. And uh, and yet I guess if you can find a way to win, we get, we get other guys playing well and you know, Chris Allen came in and did a good job, and uh, Kalen Lucas did a great job. Uh, he was in a little foul trouble tour. We would have probably played him more. Big win for the Spartans. Extremely significant in terms of the title hopes because you look at Indiana's playing well, Wisconsin playing surprisingly well, and we only play them once this season on the road at Ma- in Madison. That's going to be a big game. Big, big game. Very tough place to play, and Wisconsin's playing surprisingly well. Your thoughts on Michigan State basketball? Join us, 517-432-3893 is the number. Our email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Still looking for, for from Shanna in East Lansing. She sends us an email like every week. Disappointed in Shanna from East Lansing. She's good for like at least two, three emails a month. So she, she's got a good percentage of you know hitting the inbox. So WDBMSports at gmail.com. Our number, your thoughts on Michigan State basketball, 517-432-3893. We appreciate you listening, whether you're at work, home from work, in between listening to the Coach Izzo show and our show. Yeah, way, way to compete against Coach Izzo's <laughs> radio show, Dan. Way to, way to have a, a great time slot, but it doesn't matter. Coach Izzo has a great show going on. It's at Reno's East. Uh, but you, know, you can listen to us while they're on break because we are commercial-free, the only hour of sports talk radio in the greater 517 area code that is commercial-free. That is because we're a nonprofit here at The Impact. So we move forward. As I said in weeks prior, Neitzel will shoot better when that wrist gets healthy. If you didn't notice, the wristband was off the wrist. And I believe it was there for protective purposes. Uh, his wrist was probably taped, a little extra padding. He was having some soreness. That is gone. And Neitzel shot the ball much better. I believe he ended the game 6-12 combined from the field. But the X factor, perhaps, was a man you all know is Chris Allen, but his real name, no lie, his name, Xavier Allen. Xavier Allen. Had a tremendous game, 11 points in 14 minutes. Some outstanding offensive rebound putbacks on set for second chance points for Michigan State, which was a huge category and, and a reason we won the game. But Chris Allen, a.k.a. Xavier Allen, the X-Factor, the X-Man, uh, it'll be huge if he can do what he did against with, or against Minnesota down the road. To have him back, to have a three-point threat, 
that can stretch defenses, that can crucify zone defenses, that can take the load off of Neitzel to have another three-point shooter because Raymar Morgan, he struggled at the free-throw line, let alone the tray ball line. But Chris Allen can shoot it, and he can shoot it from deep. Some of the trays he buried were like 25, 27 feet. Ridiculous. In the one in the he shot from the corner, he got fouled on as well. A lot of uncalled fouls, a lot of weak charges they called in that game. I was not pleased, but when can you ever be pleased with the officiating of a game? You're, you're pleased when you win, but I still keep a critical eye. Some of those charges were ridiculous, but we still got the W despite those calls. One thing about Raymar Morgan, before I get to Raymar, hold on, I got a clip for, from Izzo, Coach Izzo, T.I., call him T.I., not the rapper, but Tom Izzo, T.I., he spoke on Chris Allen and the importance of having Chris Allen back and healthy and productive. Here's what T.I. had to say about Xavier. Well, his offensive rebounding tonight did impress me even. You know, he hasn't been able to do nothing because of his foot, and he hasn't been very active even in practice until the last couple of days. You know, he was out five, five and a half weeks, whatever he was out. And uh, I kept saying I think he's got a chance to be a very, very good player, and, and so does Summers. But, you know, they, they just got to continually work on both ends of the court. But... Uh, he made some big shots, big tip-ins, and did some decent work defensively. That was Coach Izzo, T.I. on Chris Allen, also known as Xavier. His name, I swear, is Xavier. Look it up. Chris. Where did that Chris come from? I don't know. Maybe that's just more generic, more commercial, like Ugg boots, black stretch pants, and a North Face coat. Maybe it's like that. Is it like Tony going into Anthony or Anthony going into Tony, Xavier into Chris? Uh Perhaps uh, is that is that the uh, the equivalent transferable name whatever you want to however you want to label that sequence of events? Yeah, I highly or, doubt it. But I mean, I go from Daniel to Dan, but Xavier to Chris. Hey, maybe it's his middle name. Uh, there's another Spartan. I, we can't go there. Uh, that is has a different first name, but he goes by his middle name, Jeffrey Raymar Morgan. Oh, that's his legal name, Jeffrey Raymar Morgan. Oh, I didn't know that. Is now all the Spartans? They're going by like alibis. Interesting. Mm-hmm. If you had an alibi, would you go by? Would you go by Butch? Mm, I don't know. I I guess so. <laughs> e- easy, <laughs> easy, easy enough. Our number for the last ten minutes here five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. If you'd like to get in touch, we have email address as well wdbmsports at gmail dot com. We talk about Raymar Morgan. He didn't shoot well. He missed his first seven free throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have bad days, okay? We're over it. But he was somewhat of an unsung hero. You look at what he did, or perhaps what he didn't do. He wasn't in foul trouble. He didn't get stupid fouls when he didn't get a rebound and smack for the ball to steal it and, and foul silly, a silly foul there, or, you know, just stupid fouls that he that sometimes he can get caught doing. It wasn't there, so you look at a, as that that as a positive that sometimes that harnesses his tremendous play is when he's in foul trouble, as it harnesses any player when they face fouls. But he was not in foul trouble. He played tremendous defense, rebounded the ball extremely well, and he was out of foul trouble, which means he was available. So to have him at your dispense, even though he wasn't making his free throws. Two or six for the game from the field. He did hit his last five in a row. Tell me how that happens. Misses seven in a row and then makes five in a row. Found his touch late when we needed it. Sealed the game. Travis Walton also played extremely well down the stretch. Uh, Hit his free throws to seal the game. We found a way to win. 
which was huge. Uh, but another team that sucks is Michigan. We play them. <laughs> next, nice transition. Yeah, they suck. We play them next Sunday at noon on CBS. Before then, though, we have a side trip to Northwestern, uh, which should be a ridiculous blowout, but I'm not going to overlook anything after what happened in Iowa, but it should be a blowout at Northwestern. A zone defense, look for Chris Allen to eat, look for Drew Neitzel to eat. When I say eat, you know, we drop some Ebonics, get buckets, you know. Skrilla. Get, <laughs> get some Skrilla, you know. So it should be good, but but Michigan is terrible. They are extremely terrible. 18 games, 5 in 13. 5 in 13. 1 in 5 in the Big Ten. At least we won't S- see them in the NIT this year. No. They are so bad. Here, when asked by a reporter, are you making any, is the team making any progress? Sophomore Deshaun Sims, a one-time Michigan State recruit, perhaps glad we don't have him, says, quote, I don't know, unquote. Looks like the program's, <laughs> looks like the program's headed in the right direction. Great player development. Are you making any progress? Quote, I don't know, unquote, says Deshaun Sims. Ah, yes. That's such a glowing endorsement of the Wolverine basketball program. I think Saginaw High may give them a run for their money, perhaps. But the whole show wasn't even the basketball game on Saturday against Iowa, which Iowa won. It was Terrell Pryor, the number one recruit in the nation, right? Not just the number one QB, but he's like the number one recruit. Yeah, I guess it varies. I mean, it's all relative to what you you know. Yeah, Vince Vince Youngish quarterback. He was in attendance with. Coach Rodriguez. And, uh, yeah, way to impress Terrell Pryor by getting beaten by Iowa at the crib. Hey, hey, Terrell, we're an athletic powerhouse across the board. Yeah, he Terrell Pryor plays basketball. He played in a game Friday night for his high school and then came to the Michigan game Saturday. So it's not like he's estranged from basketball or he's just exclusively football. Yeah, how embarrassing is that? Number one recruit, hey. Uh, we just got beat by Iowa. They're, I believe they're hovering around 500 as well. Yeah, we're five and 13. Yeah, if you want to play two sports here, yeah, may not. And it looks like Terrell Pryor is going to be visiting LSU in the near future. Really? Yeah, that's what I hear. And uh, yeah, when Les Miles can say, "Hey, look, uh, we just won a national championship." When's that uh, national signing day? February 6th or 9th? I it's, believe it's uh, a little over two weeks away. Yeah, two and a half weeks. I believe it is February 6th, the Wednesday. We'll find out a lot more on that day. As far as Michigan State goes, uh, hopefully we can l- get uh, Nick Perry to come to Michigan State and Mark Ingram Jr. Did, did he end up going to the game? Yeah, he did. He did. He was at the game. The, the crowd chanted his yeah, voice. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought I heard that. Hopefully, uh, you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that they caught on to our message last week that we knew that they were going to be there. Yeah. You got the tip, and it, it seemed like they responded. The Izone, you know, made him feel welcome. At one point, Mark Ingram himself was in the Izone. How about up. that game, though? I mean. Yeah, and, and it, we won, so clearly the, you know, the 
the polar opposite of what Michigan did to impress their recruits. Said prior of his trip to Michigan, it was cool. So when so when so when someone says it's cool, mm, that's not really impressing me, Ray. So let's uh, let's translate what I think Terrell Pryor may have meant. So when someone spills coffee or food on you, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry," what do you say? It's cool. It's cool. Calm on the surface, but intrinsically. Frustrated, disappointed. Yeah, you're pretty pissed. Mad. You got to go home and change the. Uh, unless you get you got like the Dockers no you know <laughs> the Dockers stain resistant khakis. You're yeah, you're going you're going to the crib to get a fresh pair. You might have to take them to the dry cleaner, which is you know supplemental cost. But it was cool. Said prior of his trip to Michigan. Uh, yeah. So. Are you you do you think there's a shot that Pryor goes to is it do you think there's a strong probability that Pryor goes to Michigan or do you think with trips still go to go to LSU uh I believe Ohio State and perhaps even Alabama you, I, I I guess with the previous knowledge of Michigan not having a strong basketball team I mean he probably came in t- to with a you know perceived notion that you know he didn't have the highest expectations so I don't think it hurt the status that much but uh with LSU coming in the rankings, and now you said Alabama, I mean it definitely hurts Michigan's case. Not not to mention if, if <laughs> let's be hypothetical, if anyone in the recruiting process wants to cheat to get Terrell Pryor and pay him, I don't think Michigan can do it because they are they have a lot of eyes on their program right now because of their history. I mean, Rich Rod isn't the <laughs> I don't know he's, he's out there shredding <laughs> papers in West Virginia. We won't, we don't even need to go there. Yeah. But if there's any, you know, isn't the SEC going rate of a player is probably up to about fifty grand? So I don't know. That's just that's what I hear on the market. <laughs> I haven't been recruited by them in a while, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's been a few years since we graduated high school. But said prior of his trip to Michigan, it was cool. So yeah, when someone spills coffee or you get a Christmas present you don't really like, what'd you get? Um, a bathrobe from Grandma. It's cool. Yeah. What what do you what do you really mean? What do you really mean? The people in Ann Arbor are arrogant. The women are ugly, and the football team is in a massive rebuilding stage. Is that what it's cool meant, Terrell Pryor? Perhaps that's what I may perceive what he said as, but that's just my opinion. In no way is it fact. I'm not paid. I'm not paid at all to be on the show, but it's not my job to be a reporter and report the facts. I subtly give my opinions. And that's what we do. Butch and Dan here on the Spartan Sports Wrap for the final two and a half minutes. 517-432-3893 is the number. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. But, Ray, what do you interpret that as prior saying, quote, it, it's cool? I mean, it wasn't, well, well, it wasn't if you're, good. If you're, if you're recruit and you're impressed, aren't you going to say, like, you know, I was really impressed. Coach Rodriguez, a stand-up guy. The facilities are great. But that's not I mean, what he said. Yeah, I mean, that's not what you want to hear out of an elite prospect is, you know, like Ingram. So, I mean, that is definitely not positive for the Michigan program. And that is not what Ingram and, and Perry said when interviewed. You know, they were impressed with Coach Antonio's sentiment as, you know, a character builder, you know, someone who wants to build them as a man on the field, off the field. So 
Definitely, I, I would, I'll shave my head. <laughs> I'll shave my head if Terrell Pryor goes to Michigan. I'm gonna hold you to that. All right, go ahead. But <laughs> that that may be it for the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight. No emails. Shanna and East Lansing disappointed in you. Usually, usually come strong on, on a Monday night. Uh, but let me get a, a quick Pistons update. Let me get to the uh, NBA basketball scoreboard. I believe we're in the second quarter. Detroit 43. Orlando, slight comeback. They're up one, 44-43. Orlando, four, just over four minutes left in the second quarter. Tayshon still leads away with 10 points for Detroit. But uh, we'll be back next week to talk Super Bowl. We'll still have some time to talk Super Bowl, see what happens. But as of today, I believe it was Patriots with a 14-point spread. So, ah, I don't know. Oh, and next week, we'll get to another one of our pet peeves. This week, it was, what, the trifecta of Ugg boots, stretch pants, and a North Face coat. Yeah. As, as Jeff Schaub, the host of the Jazz Spectrum, steps in the house, he agrees, very commercialized outfit as he sticks his tongue out, like Gene Simmons style, but very commercialized outfit. But next week, you will see our next, my next pet peeve, and Ray's as well. He saw one today. <laughs> it, it has to deal with cars. i got to write and, this one down. And we will... Touch on it next week. That'll be next week on the Spartan Sports Wrap. He's Butch. I'm Dan. This has been the Spartan Sports Wrap. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed night.